This podcast is made possible by the generous support of Lilly Oncology. Hello, and welcome to the BreastCancer.org podcast. I'm Jamie DiPolo, Senior Editor at BreastCancer.org. We're on location at the 2017 San Antonio Breast Cancer Symposium. My guest is Dr. Rowan Chlebowski, Medical Oncology Research Professor at City of Hope. Dr. Chlebowski's study looked at whether weight loss was associated with lower rates of breast cancer because other study results on this topic have been inconsistent. Dr. Chlebowski, welcome to the podcast. Happy to be here. So, first of all, can you tell us about some of the earlier studies um, that were done on this topic that caused you to do this study? Sure. Uh, studies over decades have shown that women who are obese, who are postmenopausal, are at increased breast cancer risk. It's been a frustration, however, because it's been very difficult to show that if women lose weight, they'll change their breast cancer risk. For example, a New England Journal review. Uh, from a leading organization last year could only conclude, their public health message was only conclude to avoid body fatness, which is a limited message because it means if you're overweight or obese, then there's nothing that can, that can be done. So that limits the public health message. So with that as background, we just, we had a unique population in uh, the Women's Health Initiative observational study that allowed us to more specifically address this question. Perfect. And so you looked at results from the Women's Health Observational Study, and I should probably ask you to give a little bit of background on that because that's a very long, ongoing study. Yeah, so the Women's Health Initiative uh, started in 1993, entered a total of over 161,000 women uh, from 1993 to 1998 from 40 U.S. clinical centers, all postmenopausal, really with no chronic disease. And uh, there's clinical trials and an observational study. The observational study was 93,000 women. However, we had exclusion criteria. For instance, we didn't want women who had prior cancer in, and some people always have missing values. So our study population ended up with 61,100. 35 postmenopausal women, again, between the ages of 50 and 79. Uh, then we, what we were able to do is we had baseline weight measured, weight measured at year three, and then at year three we asked them, did you lose or gain more than five pounds in the last two years, and was it intentional or unintentional? So what our unique thing was this very tight window of, of uh, weight reduction, as opposed to looking at over decades, when, when and a lot of times many of the other studies would have relied on remembered weight. So this is measured weights over a tight window. Okay, so it sounds like it's a little, a little more focused. And I guess I'm curious too, so the women were not put on like a specific weight loss program. It was just what happened to happen to them during that three-year period. That's right. Uh, parallel with this, and this to avoid the conclusion, there is a Women's Health Initiative dietary modification trial that randomized 48,835 women, which I reported, uh, that did randomize to dietary fat intake reduction, which was associated with weight loss. But in the observational study, those are women who either were not eligible or chose not to participate in that. So this would have been what happens to just a, a normal population. Okay. Okay. And the results showed that the postmenopausal women lost weight. They had a lower risk of developing breast cancer. I'm curious, did you look at any other risk factors like alcohol consumption, smoking, anything like that? Yeah. So, so with, 
with our extensive data collection, we really were able to control for all the variables, including things like uh, metformin use, which was very, very low, and non-steroidal and uh, anti-inflammatory drugs. So, so uh, the characteristics were closely matched. And interestingly, the women in who lost weight were heavier and less physically active than the other women. So that was 8,135 women who lost weight. So it's a little almost paradoxical. We think that the women who are heavier and less physical active made their body mass index was interesting, was at uh, uh, kind of 29.9. And one of the speculations was they knew the next step would be to take them into obesity. And so, so it's, uh, that's a retrospective comment, but it's really kind of interesting, isn't it? That the women were in that category and they said, enough is enough, I think. Right. Okay. And was it at all different by age? Like, did it matter when the women lost the weight? So I guess what I'm trying to ask is if a woman, if a woman were 50 and lost the weight, did that affect the risk any more than say if a woman were 70? Lost yeah. The weight. yeah, so so we did look at subgroups, and you know, there's always a problem with subgroup analysis because you're cutting down the numbers. But it looked like there wasn't any difference by by uh, age, and so we followed the women for 11.4 years after the year three marker. Uh, and so in that, de- so I guess what we could say is in, in, that there would be a potential benefit for the next decade, and we can't say beyond that. Uh, but it looked like it was never too late. And I'm also curious too. Um, there's a little bit of controversy about using BMI as a measure of, you know, healthy or non-healthy weight. Does that affect this study at all? It, well, not really. I mean, I, I agree with that that comment, and I think that the, the question is central obesity, and then there's a number of ways of getting at that, which are usually not very standard ways. You have to do additional kind of type of testing. The other issue would be actually look at the metabolic potential markers associated with central obesity. So those are things that you could do, but this is in the general population. Okay. And another uh, result from the study showed that women who gained weight during the study had a higher risk specifically of triple negative breast cancer, but overall the breast cancer risk wasn't increased. What do we take away from that? Yeah, I think we may already be at a threshold uh, and other factors would play in. So, so when women get to be of certain weight, then maybe the potential mediators are already there. And so going a, a little bit higher doesn't change things and other factors would drive the breast cancer. With respect to the triple negative cancer, we've thought about it a lot. We have no explanation at all for why that occurred. Okay, so that's kind of a mystery result. Right. Okay. So based on your study and the results, what would your advice be to a postmenopausal woman? Yeah, I think it's a very, very positive, encouraging message because there's a couple things. This weight loss show that you didn't have to go down to a normal weight. And these, and these were kind of, you know, so these were, this was a weight loss that was achievable by women uh, making their own decisions. Probably very few of them got into formal programs. And, and so the idea is that you don't have to, if you're trying to say, I will never get back to my normal weight or my weight when I was 22 years old, you don't have to. You just have to uh, lose about 5% and you will have a likely health benefit. Okay. Okay. And I know this study just looked at breast cancer risk, but I'm assuming that losing weight also 
would offer other health benefits even if you didn't look at it in this particular study? Yes, I think already there's been you know, the guidelines for doing this kind of thing with, with respect to diabetes prevention. For instance, there's that study that showed women who had pre-diabetes uh, who lost about the same amount of weight substantially reduced their, the frequency with which they, they progressed to diabetes. So we know that for sure. Uh, and they're in the cardiovascular literature, because of the intermediate markers, there also would be a signal you know, in terms of cardiovascular disease. This is, this is where kind of breast cancer and some of the other cancers related to obesity have been lagging behind lacking this kind of evidence. Perfect. Thank you so much.